Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asia-Pacific shares are mixed this morning as many investors are in a wait-and-see mode pending the outcome of a U.S. Federal Reserve rate meeting tonight. In Tokyo, the Nikkei is down half a percent. Nissan Motor is pulling the index lower there. Sydney and Seoul are in positive territory. In the U.S. overnight, markets were in the red and tech counters were the biggest losers. The Nasdaq fell one and a quarter percent. Joining me now to break down all the market action is Pan Jingyi. She's a market strategist with Good morning, Jingyi. Good morning, Michelle. Happy Wednesday. And same to you. (laughs) All eyes are going to be on the U.S. Federal Reserve this Wednesday because it's going to wrap up its latest two-day meeting and is expected to issue some forward guidance on its next moves. Now, the Fed's benchmark interest rate is already near zero and the Fed is buying bonds like never before to pump liquidity into the markets. So, Jingyi, what are you looking for from the Fed's meeting? And is there anything else it can do to prop up the U.S. economy? Yes, Michelle, certainly I think that's going to be something pretty important in the next 24 hours. Um, It's going to be out in a U.S. session in terms of the conclusion, which makes it, well, tomorrow morning at 2 a.m. for us here in Singapore. Um, I'm just really, you know, expecting the Fed themselves to first and foremost keep rates unchanged, pretty much the expectation, and that's likely to be the case, really, I think, for some time to come. Uh, And over and above that, I think there's also perhaps commitment to support the economy uh, in terms of some of the, the asset purchases to really continue We've seen the Fed themselves expand some of the lending programs on the announcement on Tuesday. So definitely they are still very cognizant of the kind of stress that the U.S. economy is undergoing, especially during time when COVID-19 cases is still on the rise. So on that end itself, I think there's brought expectations for the market. Um, and of course, I think to some extent, some of the hopes or at least expectations that well, the Fed could perhaps not in the statement itself during the release, but Fed Powell in his, um, well, later on, um, the, the press conference itself could come through with a bit of a hint as to whether we could see more moves into uh, the likes of U-curve control. There's been whispers of that, I think, going on for quite some time. Um, that all together, I think, you know, what it means for the market, I think it's a bit of a foregone conclusion to be supportive. So equities, I think, a lot to be guided by earnings, which we have to talk about. Um, but over and above that, I think for the US dollar, the weakness that we have since thought a little bit through from the Tuesday session, uh, but I think you know if we do see that kind of reinforcement, it could again trigger a little bit of a downside, especially the ongoing bias uh, for weaker USD. Investors may need split screens tonight. You know, there's so much of them mm-hmm. uh, out there, and there's a lot to keep their eyes on. So the leaders of Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Google—they're all going to be heading to Washington to testify before U.S. Congress. This is the first time they'll be appearing before Congress as a group, and the topic of discussion is market dominance, or more specifically, whether or not these companies are inhibiting competition. Jingyi, what are you going to be watching for when this quartet who represent the world's biggest tech companies appears on your screen tonight? Yeah, so I think definitely, Michelle, in in terms of the conclusion from the meeting, I think it's about how well the questions that the Congress uh, will be asking these guys themselves. I think evidently the question um, in focus over here is whether they are well 
themselves being startups originally have perhaps you know uh, most of which of course um, have actually impeded uh, well um, some of the other um, of these smaller companies in terms of their growth to potentially become the next thing to sit amongst them and this is of course true a lot of the per, uh, the acquisition that they've seen so some of those race for example what we're familiar with Instagram has been bought over by the likes of Facebook so how that's all together going to work out um, in terms of this upcoming uh, well the the um, the testimony itself. I think to a large extent, uh, we know that these of these CEOs themselves are themselves also waiting in their earnings release report coming through towards the end of the week. Uh, I think generally there isn't so much perhaps expectation that a lot of things are going to change through this testimony uh, money itself. Uh, and generally, with regards to some of these rules, it's going to take a long time to come if there should be any actually seen. Uh, but definitely in terms of how the perception and the questions that's going to be asked in session will be of interest to the market. I don't think that they are going to uh, put on a good defense in terms of how they have been operating, uh, but definitely I think the market is going to be watching for any of this uh, interesting questions that's coming through. Indeed, and hearing the answers from the world's richest man, Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. corporate earnings season is in full swing. There are just too many headlines to go into in depth. So we're <laughs> going to try something new with you this morning. It's called Lightning yes. Round. <laughs> I'm going, okay. to give you the, I'm going to give you the company and the headline. You're great at this, I'm sure. I can feel it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll give you the company, the headline. You give us your top line reaction. All right, let's head off with Starbucks. Yes, so I think definitely with Starbucks, it's an interesting one. I think definitely we've seen while well, they reported loss per share of 46 cents for Starbucks in their fiscal third quarter. But I think what we have seen instead is actually Starbucks to prices um, actually jumping in the session itself. So I think, you know, there is a bit of an interpretation that their sources are really under stress, especially with the lockdown situation. But the market's also looking towards, well, you and I going back to buy coffee, um, you know, once again, and that with the services improvement. I think we've seen a bit in the U.S. the recovery under gone. Um, the market's really at this point of time looking towards recovery that the worst is perhaps over. Well done. Uh, let's <laughs> First round. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, chipmaker AMD. Its shares are popping in after hours trade up 10%. The company has upgraded mm-hmm. its revenue guidance. Yeah, so this is one that I'm really well, uh, very interested to talk about. You know, that's a lady CEO, but you know, besides that, I think it's really very interesting. We see that AMD uh, really in the tech sector, perhaps a bit of a reinforcement uh, for many of those companies here in Asia as well, especially with the well supply chain and the tech focus. I think their uh, well, performance in terms of uh, well coming out with that 13 um, well, cents per share, and I think you know that's a little bit below the expectation. But as you mentioned, a um, bit of a guidance there, I think, coming to be rather positive, shows a bit of a positive sign as well uh, for AMD and many of these tech stocks that we are well closely watching. Indeed. Okay, the next one, pretty interesting because this company is known for making film and cameras. Not exactly a 21st century business, but Kodak. Tell us about Kodak. Yeah, so well, definitely we've seen, uh, well, with regards to Kodak, I think, you know, there's been quite a bit of uh, movements in the market overnight, uh, definitely with the uh, Kodak. I, I would say this perhaps isn't really one that I'm too familiar with, um, but you know, with regards to Kodak itself, I think you've seen the results itself that's coming to be rather made at this point in my view. Yeah, it's also nabbed a deal uh, with the US oh. government to manufacture generic drug supplies. Yes, I yeah. should talk about it. That's all right. That's all right. Something else to to think about for the rest of the day. All right. How about Apple? (laughs) Apple's iPhone sales more than tripled in China during the second quarter of the year. What do you make of Apple? 
Yes, so definitely this is one that I'm a little bit more red on too. So um, with regards to Apple, I think certainly we're going to look to the earnings result out tomorrow. Uh, we do know that with regards to Apple, there was a bit of a supply chain issue perhaps coming out in the Q2 session, um, Q2 quarter itself. Um, and going into this earnings, I think there's actually a bit of a weakness perhaps expected. But definitely the market is looking to how they are going to shape a bit of the outlook as well. Um, some of the store sales performance is expected to be uh, dropping. As we zoom into some of the components, I think across the likes of iPhones, I think there's less expectation of an upgrade and evidently with iPhone revenue, that's a big part of the pie. Uh, but some part of the others, for example, whether you're talking about the services that they are growing um, and also in addition to that, perhaps with the likes of our MacBook and also iPad as we stay at home, that could actually surprise a little. So I think with regards to Apple uh, earnings coming out, I think there's going to be a bit of a two-way risk um, and especially price as um, also likewise now really just hanging close to where the consensus target price is, Michelle. All right, next up, Great Eastern. Yeah, so Great Eastern is one that we have seen the uh, well results out just very recently. Uh, Q2 profits actually up about 76% to, uh, well, 297.5 million. I think perhaps a bit of an interesting picture over here. I think evidently with the fact that a lot of people are perhaps, you know, getting a little bit more cautious in light of what we have seen. So the um, insurance business actually saw quite a bit of improvement in terms of their, uh, well, profit as well. So that's the broad picture we're getting with Great Eastern. Certainly looking to how OCBC as a group is going to fare in the coming weeks. Indeed. And if you look at it in perspective, Great Eastern up 76%. We were just talking about Kodak. Kodak shares up 66% in after-hours trade. All right, last one on my list is CDL Hospitality Trust. Yes, so CDL, I think, you know, definitely it's one that's perhaps leaning a little bit on the mix. And, you know, with this week, we've talked a lot about some of the winners from the COVID-19 situation, uh, data centres and logistics. But in this sense, I think we are seeing CDL, uh, we're actually seeing a bit of a tumbling, about 63.7% for their uh, DPS, so their distribution. Uh, per, per security in that sense. I think, you know, there's a bit of a, a mixed situation, I think, particularly for uh, well, CDL in terms of how they have been uh, with regards to some of the properties that occupy uh, occupancy in that sense coming through to be a bit of a question. Uh, I think my broad take on this is that, you know, generally we do see uh, well, the REITs performing a little bit better, but in this case, I think we're not seeing that with CDL. You're a great sport. All right, lastly, Asia Pacific. <laughs> Asia Pac shares are mixed this morning. Tokyo in the red. Seoul and Sydney began the day in positive territory. We're about 15 minutes into the local trading session. How do you think Singapore stocks are doing this morning? Yes, uh, Michelle, definitely we have well the likes of Dow and the S&P having dropped by about 0.7% uh, for both in the overnight session as we talked about quite a bit of earnings that came through. Um, some of the names including the likes of well, consumer um, companies Holly Davidson and then you have the likes of 3M being a bit of a bellwether for the global economy altogether coming to be well, reminding us of the weak growth situation so cascading to Asia likewise we are seeing that kind of weakness cutting across. Um, I would say that it's not perhaps too drastic as we look at the Straits Times Index at this point of time, uh, down about 0.16%, bringing the price to 25.78, spot 82. Uh, still, uh, I would say in a way, oscillating uh, 
treading water to some extent as we await what we've just talked about, the Federal Reserve meeting that I'm looking at closely. And of course, more of this earnings from the U.S. as we well expect some of the big tech earnings uh, to really be the ones to potentially bring about some volatility to the market coming through. Um, so I think generally that's the picture that we are getting in another week, um, definitely uh, looking out to how you know the, the fresh impetus perhaps may be drawn from these items. Always great speaking with you, Jingyi. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you, you too. She's Pan Jingyi, market strategist with IG. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.